Please listen carefully. Salutations, toppers, and welcome to today's episode of the Turn of Phrases podcast. I thank you for giving me some of your time today, and I hope this episode finds you well. I know I've been a bit AWOL lately, so I also want to thank you for sticking around for this episode. You may have already seen this on social media, but this is going to be the final episode of the Turn of Phrases podcast. Sometimes life just sneaks up on you and changes things in unexpected ways. I don't feel like I can continue to offer you the show anymore with regular frequency, so this is my attempt at a graceful exit. The good news is, the show isn't going anywhere for now. My website is remaining up for the foreseeable future, which means anywhere you currently listen to the show, you can continue to re-listen and or share the show with other Etymology fans. I have a bit more to say, but I'll save it for the outro. For now, let's get to the show. Today, we're looking at phrases having to do with endings and moving on, as that seemed fitting. So come along with me, toppers, to explore, one last time, today's phrases, origins, history, and more. Let us begin today with a goodbye, specifically the etymology of the word goodbye. According to the good old Oxford English Dictionary, the word goodbye is a contraction of the phrase God be with you, which became popular in the late 14th century. God be with you is thought to have been influenced by greetings like good day and good evening. Around the year 1580, people start using goodbye, and here is what the OED said about how it came about. Quote, the substitution of good for God may have been due to association with such formulas of leave-takings as good day, good night, etc. End quote. Now, you can find both God-by and good-by in use in the 1600s. So, while good-by was in use by at least the late 16th century, it didn't completely replace God-by for a while. What you really have here is one farewell statement leading into another, leading into another. So with that, let's move on. Toppers, creating this show has truly been a labor of love, which is a saying that means doing something that is hard work, but done for pleasure and or to benefit others, rather than, or in addition to, payment. The main reward is in how it makes you and others feel, not what you earn from it. Now, this phrase has nothing to do with endings, but it still felt fitting for the final episode. Anyway, this is another phrase with biblical origins. It's found specifically in two Bible verses from the King James Version. One use is in Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, which says, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father. The phrase is also in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 10, which reads, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shewed towards his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. 
Now, the King James Version of the Bible was published in 1611. So some people speculate that those who wrote this version adapted the phrase from the 1588 Shakespearean play Love Labors Lost. I guess it's up to you to decide if this is from the Bible or Shakespeare. I would personally say that the idea behind it is biblical, and the actual saying was helped along by the bard, but that's just my opinion. Now, let's fall in love. It's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all means, well, that it's better to have experienced love even if you lost it, than to have never even had a chance to experience love at all. Basically, the pleasure of love is far greater than the pain of losing love. This one is going to be pretty subjective to a person's experience, and not everyone will agree that the saying is true. But while the validity of the idea may be up for debate, the origin seems pretty set in stone. This one is said to have come from British poet Alfred Lord Tennyson. In his 1850 poem titled In Memoriam, he wrote, quote, I hold it true, whatever befall, I feel it when I sorrow most. Tis better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. End quote. 150 years earlier, in 1700, English playwright William Congreve wrote The Way of the World and included, quote, Say what you will, tis better to be left than never to have loved. End quote. So it looks like the idea behind the saying is at least as old as the 18th century but the saying as we use it today came about in the 19th century. Now, let's grow fonder. The saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder, means that being apart from someone or something increases the amount of affection you have for them or it. This one is attributed to a Roman poet named Sextus Propertius, who used the earliest known version of this saying in elegies, written in the year 29 B.C. It said, quote, Always toward absent lovers, love's tide stronger flows. End quote. We find the modern-day version much later, however, and here the history gets a bit ambiguous. I found several uses of the saying throughout the mid-17th century to the mid-19th century, many of them claimed as the first modern use in print by various sources. The fact of the matter is, we owe this saying to ancient Rome, as Sextus Propertius wrote a version of it then, and it later became part of the modern vernacular, sometime in the 1600s to 1800s. Does absence actually make the heart grow fonder, though? Various studies have concluded that it does seem to be true. When you are separated from something or someone you love, you pine for it, you think about it, and you want it back. This all leads to your affection for it increasing. Now, let's have a happy ending. A fairy tale ending means something ends with joy and or simplicity, such as many fairy tales do. At least, fairy tales that weren't written in old-timey times, as many of us know, were not really all that happy. Anyway, originally, fairy tales were just that, tales about fairies. We don't find fairy tale in reference to the fabled stories we know and love until the 17th century. As a saying, fairy tale ending doesn't seem to appear in print until the 19th century. 
English writer Charles Dickens used it in a February 1854 edition of Household Works, a magazine he published weekly. He wrote, quote, I should not have been sorry to have had the old fairy tale ending affixed to this true story, and they lived together very happily forever after. End quote. While this does seem to be the first use in print of the exact phrase, he obviously didn't invent the phrase, since he referred to it as the old fairy tale ending. However, it's highly likely that his use made it more popular, due to his own popularity. That's really all I could find for this one, and I'm not going to do an according to segment today since it's the final episode. So now it's time for the final familiar quotation. Topper's today's familiar quotation is from Ellen Goodman. I looked for a long time to find a quote that felt right for today, and when I found this one, I knew I would never find a better final familiar quotation. Here's what she had to say about things ending. Quote, There's a trick to the graceful exit. It begins with the vision to recognize when a job, a life stage, or a relationship is over, and let it go. It means leaving what's over without denying its validity or its past importance to our lives. It involves a sense of future, a belief that every exit line is an entry, that we are moving up rather than out. End quote. Thank you, Miss Goodman, for giving us today's familiar quotation. All right, toppers, it's time for today's For Better or For Words, Love Advice from Old Timey Times. Remember that this advice is over a hundred years old, and I'm sharing it for entertainment purposes only. Now, let's hear from the ladies first. Don't forget the anniversary of your wedding. Keep it up. The little celebration will draw you closer together year by year. And now for the men. Don't separate your pursuits from your wife's more than is necessary. Do your gardening together, work, talk, and plan together, and you will become truer comrades every year. All right, toppers, that's going to do it for the Turn of Phrases podcast. Thank you for lending me your ears today to turn some phrases one last time. As I always do, I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you learned something along the way. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, the show and the website will remain available. Check out turnofphrases.com for information about the show's social media, for details about the music I use in the show, and for a link to the Podfix Network, of which I am a proud member. I started this show a little over three years ago, and honestly, I didn't expect to stick around this long. Part of me feels like I just uploaded the intro episode yesterday, and the other part of me feels like I did it in old-timey times. To every single one of you, I can't thank you enough for being a topper, and I am grateful from the bottom of my heart for each and every listen. I have thoroughly enjoyed interacting with you over the last three years, 
and I hope to continue to do so via social media. Thanks again for listening to the Turn of Phrases podcast, researched, written, hosted, and produced by me, Brisky. One last time, toppers, I thank you for stopping by. Toodaloo! And now... This is... Let me rephrase. So while goodbye was a... uh, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that, but that's my son crying. In his 1850 poem titled In (laughs) Nope, that's not, that's not right. Titled In Memoriam. (laughs) That's not a hard word. Why am I struggling? And here are some The fact of the matter is, we owe this saying to ancient Rome. As Sextus... I'm messing it up again. As Sextus... Propertius, Propertius? I don't even remember how I said it before. As Sextus Propertius, Fairy tale ending as a saying doesn't a seem, doesn't a seem, doesn't a seem, it doesn't a seem to be a good pizza. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was supposed to be my Mario impression. I don't, I don't really know. It's been a while since I've done this. Okay. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.